Yes, welcome in one and all. This is the 14 Yards Betting Podcast. I'm back. I'm back, ladies and gents. I'm back to give you some more losers. Um, mm. <laughs> um, no, just had a bit, had myself a bit of Calvin Ridley time away. Uh, done with the world of good. Uh, luckily, I haven't done any uh, Henry Ruggs time away or, dare I say, Aaron Rodgers time away. So, um, yeah, mm. if you're, you're going to pick one, <laughs> if you're going to pick one uh, NFL star over the last uh, since I've been away, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, Calvin Ridley is the one to choose out of those three. But anyway, there we go. I, I am vaccinated, so I. Um, oh, there's my dog there as well. Come to join us <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, if she goes nuts, that's because of the fireworks, and I've got her on my own. Whilst yeah. My wife is coming home from uh, is coming home from work. But there we go. This is this is this is what we have to put up with. So we will crack on right through it. As you can see, Adam and Jack obviously been keeping uh, tabs on things. Have, have I been away and I've, I've been watching guys? Been talking since it's been good. And uh, Adam, how are you? I'm all good, mate. Yeah, happy not to do the presenting role anymore. I must admit, it's uh, it's very different, isn't it? It's quite difficult having to remember everything and queue everything up, and yeah, just try and get through the other stuff. I can do the talking bit. I can do this bit. It's just uh, yeah, trying to remember everything. It is indeed. It is. No, you did a stellar job, mate. You did a stellar job. I tuned in whilst I was away, and uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, welcome you in. I can see you're, you, uh, again, it's prevalent pre- 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 in, uh, in today's tips, but yeah, you and the Dolphins, mate, you got to get off that bandwagon, mate. you got to get off that bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I'm, uh, I'm finished with the Dolphins, I think. Um, I think I might start supporting another team, maybe the Cowboys or something like that this year. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, looking forward to um, the good week nine. It's probably the best uh, best week of, yeah. best slate of matches, I'd say, in the, in the last couple of weeks. But um, I suppose the most games I go forward to is the Packers and the Chiefs, Rodgers against Mahomes. And obviously that kind of, that's not happening now, but still a pretty uh, pretty solid slate and uh, had a good start. Last night I had the Colts minus 10, which ended up actually luckily enough coming in, even though they were 42-10 up, I think, at one stage. But uh, a win is a win. So, yeah, good luck to crack on with the rest of the slate. It is indeed a winner. Is a winner. You, you take half, took half the words out of the mouth uh, on my Thursday night uh, preview uh, recap. But uh, yeah, cops ten and a half point favourites. Uh, nearly backdoored it, didn't they? The Jets, um, like you say, it was a blowout, mm. and uh, the, the scoreboard makes it look like it's an entertaining game. But once Mike White went out of the game, and uh, that that fumble from Ty Johnson, uh, pretty much was game over from from that point. Um, yeah. yeah, over over forty six. Nearly obviously hit. The Colts needed that themselves. Um, and pretty much, if you backed a, a touchdown score, time touchdown score, they didn't have a. a the letter C in the name, you pretty much won, to be quite honest. Uh, let's, let's have a look. Uh, Hines, Taylor, Elijah Moore, Jack Doyle, Michael Pittman, uh, Pinter, big man touchdown. Um, yeah. don't, know, don't know if you had him. Did you have him any time touchdowns, uh, Adam? Yeah, strangely <laughs> enough, no. No. Uh, no Ryan did, Griffin. Did yeah, you, oh, you did. That's good. Well, that yeah. doesn't surprise me. Um, Ryan Griffin and, and Ty Johnson, obviously, the other two for the Jets as they nearly back door. But yeah, Crowder, Crowder, Carter. Uh, Keelan Cole, Zach Pascal, Marley Cox, they've all got season nine. They, they didn't score a touchdown. I think there's maybe one or two others, but, you know, narrative and all that. But there we go. Um, but yeah, Colts winning uh, against that spread. Uh, let's get into let's get into week nine then, folks. Uh, let's get into uh, handicaps, as we always do. Uh, Jack, we'll start with you. Good. Uh, yeah, I've gone with the Chargers minus one and a half against the Eagles. Um, to be honest, when I seen that, I actually thought it was a misprint. I couldn't believe it was one and a half mm. points. Yeah. Um, I'd have the Chargers as maybe a top 10, top 12 team in the NFL, and the Eagles, I wouldn't even have them in the top 20. Um, the home and away situation with the Chargers is kind of irrelevant. They're pretty much the same team. Their, their support isn't great, uh, even at home. So, um, yeah, just one and a half. I was expected to be maybe six and a half, seven. Um, they, the only thing I'm thinking of is the uh, Chargers' rush defense is poor, and Miles Sanders could have, uh, or the 
is Miles Anderson? I think he is. No, uh, no. Boston, no, no, Boston, Boston Scott and Boston uh, Scott, yeah. Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard, Kenneth Gainwell, Corey Cushman, that, um, and all the rest of them. <laughs> Wendell yeah, Smallwood. <laughs> all the boys. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'd be afraid that they could uh, they could take over the game just from a Russian perspective. But no, one and a half for the Chargers. I'd probably put it in more than one bet if I'm being honest. Um, definitely, definitely, like very confident of this coming in. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I had exactly the same thoughts when I looked at that. I was like, surely this is there's something stinky about that line minus one and a half. They're begging you to take the charges. Obviously, coming off the back of the defeat by the Patriots, uh, be interesting to see what that kind of does. But yeah, Jalen Hurts obviously is having QB, and let's say the rush defense there for the Chargers is not great. But yeah, no, I, same sentiments. I believe uh, when I when I was looking at that was kind of my next best. But uh, yeah, I'll give you mine in a moment. Uh, Adam, what are you going for? Yeah. Um, the line on the yeah the line on that game was minus. Uh, was the Chargers minus three um, at the start of the week. So obviously that's moved a little. Uh, it's not one for me, that one. I, I, I'm i out on the Chargers after the last couple of games they've played. I thought they were terrible last week. Uh, Herbert didn't look very good. And the Eagles don't have that bad a defence. They should be able to get pressure. So I'm firmly avoiding that one. But I've taken one that's probably even more risky. So I can't really slag off yours too much. I've gone with the Raiders minus three. Obviously, it's been a weird week for the Raiders uh, with the bye week and obviously all the rug stuff. Won't bother getting into that. Um, but uh, they're playing a Giants team who don't have many pass catches at the moment, who don't have a very good offensive line. I think the Raiders will be able to get pressure. Uh, their pass rush is very good. And frankly, the Raiders always seem to figure stuff out. They've actually been better since Gruden left. Uh, they've still got decent weapons on offense. Darren Waller's back. Uh, I just think they're going to have too much. Daniel Jones has got a weirdly terrible home record since he started. I think he's only got five wins or something like that. I think it's like five and 19, something ridiculous, which is crazy. Um, they might have Kenny Galladay back this week, but other than that, they don't have any pass catches. Uh, Saquon Barkley's out again. I just don't think they're going to be able to put up the points where I think the Raiders do. So I've gone with Raiders minus three. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, yeah, Raiders are still kind of tr- chugging along at the moment. And um, yeah, until uh, so they've obviously lost Gruden this year. Obviously now they've lost Ruggs. And they, 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 that defence is playing tough this year. So um, yeah. again, should be should be pretty decent. Uh, I, I also agree that. Uh, that was another one I, I did look at. Uh, the one I went for, what did I go for? I went for the Rams, minus seven at home against the Tennessee Titans. Um Tennessee Titans without Derek Henry is just a bit of a different beast. And I think obviously the Rams have got a really good defense that to, to shut down AJ Brown, not necessarily shut them down, but keep them quiet. And um, I'm not being funny, but Matthew Stafford's putting up a kind of a, a, bit, a bit of a, a, a charge towards MVP this year. Um, especially uh, he's just, I mean, he's maybe had one or two wobbles. I think in the Chicago game, maybe was a wobble way back when, but um, yeah, I think they've just got too much firepower on both sides of the ball. Um, I know they struggled a bit, but against Detroit last a couple of weeks ago, but that was kind of a Gerald Goff narrative game. And um uh, and yeah, I just think the, they'll be too strong. Uh, they'll be able to focus on the run game a bit more. And Adrian Peterson and Jerry McNichols is—you uh, <laughs> can give me 10, 10 worths of those. Uh, even uh, Adrian Peterson in his prime, obviously, uh, would be a different story. But this is a what? How thirty-six-year-old, 14, 14 years in the league, fifteen years in the league, Adrian Peterson. Um, so yeah, give me the give me the Rams to uh, to kind of shut shut the Titans down a little bit and uh, keep storming towards the NFC West title. Yep, yep, can't argue with that. Um, very good. Um, I've got them in a teaser with the Cowboys, actually, from the start of the week. I managed to get both of them at minus seven, so that one's gone well for me because it's way over that for the Cowboys now. Mm. Yeah, not leaving the Cowboys alone this week could be a funny game that yeah. one. But um, yeah, we shall see. Okay, let's move on. Uh, let's move on then to totals. Uh, Adam, start with you. Yeah, I actually had a winner on the totals last week. Um, 
the Browns and the Steelers being terrible on offense. Um, so this week I've gone for another couple of poor offenses. I've gone for the Pats versus Panthers under 41 points. Uh, it's another one where the line has been coming down through the week. I think it was 42 and a half. I will just check. Um, you know, 43 it opened at the start of the week. It's now down to 41. Um, I don't care if Sam Darnold plays. I don't care if PJ Walker plays either way. I don't think the Panthers are going to put up much points. Um, Darnold, if he does play, is coming off concussion and a shoulder injury. PJ Walker came in in relief the other week and threw three out of 22, something like that, uh, completions. They're going to run the ball a lot. The Patriots are going to run the ball a lot. It should be another slow game, much like my pick last week. Um, yeah, the, the Panthers had over 40 carries last week. The Patriots had an eight-minute field goal drive to kill out the game. Uh, where they just kept running the ball, kept going down in play. I think it'll be a similar one today, uh, for, on Sunday for that one. So, yeah, Pats versus Panthers under 41. Yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Uh, Jack, where are you going for? Um, I was actually going to go for the same one as Adam, but uh, I changed last minute to the Vikings against the Ravens under 50 points. Um, my main reason for that is uh, I watched that Cowboys and Vikings game and I couldn't get over how conservative the play calling was for the Vikings Um yeah, look, it was obviously a great win for the Cowboys, but uh, I can't understand how you could pay a quarterback so much money and then barely even use him. Like, um, Vikings' best player is Dalvin Cook by a mile, so I presume they're just going to keep rushing the ball with him. Um, the Ravens are coming off a bye. The handicap in the game is six. I'd expect the Ravens to win by more than six, uh, rush a good bit, and, yeah, control the clock. 50 points is, is fair, it's a fair, fairly high number. Um, so yeah, under... I decided at the start of this week that I'm never backing uh, over again. Just doesn't seem to ever come in for me. So that's because you always use the word Miami after the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, over on uh, the opponent's points. But uh, yeah, no, uh, under 50 points is what I'm going with. And I promise I'm never going to go for an an over bet uh, for the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah, put that one in your calendars. Um, great, Jack. I agree with you. Uh, I've got unders in the in the Ravens game as well. Uh, both mm. of these teams uh, combined average on defense only give up forty five point eight points. And again, I think this one will be where it's just run games come to the fore. Uh, so therefore, the clock's going to get chewed. Um, and yeah, I just think Baltimore are going to shut Minnesota down a little bit more than uh, than Minnesota might shut the uh, the Ravens down. So yeah, I quite like the unders in that one as well. All right, moving on then to uh, any time that touchdown scorers. I've got a juicy one, so I'll leave that till last. Jack, what are you going for? I've got for Stefan Diggs. Um, I mentioned him last week. He scored against Dolphins last week. I think he was 10 to 11 as well, the same price. Um, the Bills' offense last week was poor, and he still managed to score. Um, he's got two in the last two games. Playing against the Jaguars, arguably one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, the handicap in that game is four, 14 and a half, so obviously the Bucky's are expecting the Bills to get got a few touchdowns um yeah 10 to 11 on one of the best wide receivers in the nfl i'll be taking that all day <laughs> yeah uh, adam you've uh, probably got similar similar comments to yeah. you've gone you've gone the same the same game yeah same game i've gone with uh manuel sanders this week uh he had no receptions last week and i think that is going to be noted and uh enforced this week i think they're gonna target him a lot more with uh <clears throat> in this game against yet another easy opponent it seems like the bills have had uh trash opponents every single week i mean i guess it helps playing in the division they're in but they they seem to just be playing terrible teams every single week um and they just keep putting up points so yeah i've gone with emmanuel sanders seven to four on william hills i thought it was fairly decent odds for him 
Yep, that is indeed. Okay, I've gone for a five to one shot, ladies and gents. I've gone for Jordan Love uh, to score at any time touchdown score against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Jordan Love barely has seen the field this year. Uh, obviously, last year, uh, COVID and all that rest of it. And uh, yeah, I, I just think this is his chance against Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who aren't. Uh, uh, let's let's be honest, are atrocious on defense. They they are, they are just not the Kansas City Chiefs uh, that we're all well accustomed to, to seeing week in week out. And I think Jordan Love would want to put down a bit of a marker. Obviously, yeah, there's murmurs about Aaron Rodgers leaving the end of this season or whatnot. This is Jordan Love's uh, platform to shine. Five to one, I just thought. He can run the ball. He had nine rushing touchdowns in college. Uh, oh, yeah, none of them in these last year, but he's mobile, 4.740 yard dash. Um, I just think this is a perfect chance for for him to you know, get down to the goal line or whatever. I, th- I don't think he'll have much issues getting through or you know, chopping through Kansas City's defense. Get, get to the one yard line, fake it to Aaron Jones, uh, and then in, in, in you go, or AJ Dillon or, or whatnot. And I can see quite a Packers still scoring a lot of points. So, again, five to one for, for a fairly mobile QB. Uh, I, I must admit, I don't know a great deal about him, but you know, it doesn't seem to be a, a Tom Brady type. Do you know what I mean? Um, I just thought that was a tiny bit big. Uh, but for a bit shorter prices, I thought um, with Devontae Parker being out for like, likely being out for the for the Dolphins, uh, Jaden Waddle and Mike Gasicki at thirteen to ten, or around about one and a half to one, or whatever, wherever you want to want to call it, I thought was uh, was pretty pretty decent as well. So, where, uh, are... yeah, sorry, where did you get the Dolphins odds? I can't find any. They were se- seemingly off the board everywhere. Uh, where did I get them from? They're on odds checker, I think. Yeah, no, I can. Um, okay, maybe maybe it was props. Sorry, it might have been props. So I couldn't find anywhere. Yeah, no, there wasn't any props. There wasn't any props. Ah, okay, props. Because I tried to look yeah. at Waddle and Gesicki receptions. <laughs> yep, yeah, the the exact same ones. First yeah. first look every week, Mike Gesicki receptions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I had a few more. Uh, mainly tight ends, which is unsurprising because they're normally good odds. Uh, uh, so Taysom Hill, basically a tight end. He's seven to two. Um, he should be back. Although Trevor Simeon seems like he's starting, I think Taysom will get a lot of uh, lot of carries. But I got put off that one mainly because Mark Ingram being there um, kind of put me off. I think he'll get a lot of goal line work. Uh, CJ Uzuma, uh, sorry Uzuma, I need to remember that because he made a specific video uh, telling people how to pronounce his name, and everyone always gets it wrong. CZ, CJ Uzama, um, three to one against the Browns. He had a really good game before he crippled himself last year. Uh, Albert O. I'm not even going to bother with his one. Uh, 11 to 2 for the Broncos. I believe Noah Fant was either limited or possibly out for the weekend. Uh, COVID, COVID as well, I think. COVID, was it? Yeah. So Albert O at 11 to 2 on Paddy Power. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, I'm struggling today. Um, for the Giants, again, they don't have many players who can catch the ball. Uh, he was down to the half yard line last week. He's 7 to 1 score on Skybet. Tyler Conklin gets to play against the Ravens. The Ravens are the worst team in the league against the tight ends. Uh, so four to one for him. For the Vikings, he had five receptions last week. Thought it was fairly decent odds. So um, I know you guys think that one might be a bit lower scoring, but I thought he was fairly high. Uh, yeah, that was it for me. Just a few a few all at big odds. I was struggling to find any shorter odds that I like today. Uh, so it was all uh, big ones. Yep, fair enough. Okay, let's find it off thing, boys, with the props. Um, Adam, start with you. Uh, what did I give you? I gave you Jarvis Landry over 48 and a half receiving yards. Uh, they don't really have many other players to throw to either, frankly. Um, Baker's injured. Uh, he's still playing injured. Fair enough. He's getting through it, but they lost to the Steelers last week. The Bengals defense probably isn't as good as the Steelers. I will, I will admit to that, but, uh, they are good. Um, I think the running backs 
will get a lot of work. I think Chubb and uh, Dearnest out of the backfield will probably get a load of targets. And Landry has been used to the short targets all his life. He had uh, 65 yards last week against a better Steelers defence. So I'm surprised to see it's only 48 and a half this week. Yeah, lovely stuff. Like it. Uh, Jack? Um, yeah, I want to say this before uh, I give this tip just because of the abuse <laughs> as a Dolphins fan. Uh, this is a bet because oh, right. uh, the, te- the Texans are bad as opposed to Dolphins being good. But um, yeah, Miles Gaskin over 55 and a half rushing yards and I have a few stats to back this up. Um, mm. The Texans are giving up over five yards uh, on average carry, which is obviously terrible, and 130 yards per game, which is the second most in the NFL. And in the last seven games, they have allowed 10 running backs to have over 55 and a half rushing yards, which doesn't really make much sense when you think about it, but it's on average over one a game. Um, Miles Gaskin, he's probably one of the Dolphins' best offensive players. I'm not, not saying much, but uh, he's pretty good. He's um, 11 to 8 anytime touchdown score, which is what I was going to mention before this. Uh, it's well worth back. And I think Malcolm Brown's gone on IR, so he obviously won't be taking the goal line carries. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't be um, wouldn't be a tip without a it wouldn't be a podcast or a dolphins tip by me. <laughs> you are you are very correct there, Jack. Um, <laughs> we've got props. I have gone for uh, under one hundred eighty five point five uh, passing yards at Justin Fields. Uh, he's only played once this season when he when he obviously has been starting, and that was against the Detroit Lions, uh, and that was only two hundred odd or just barely over two hundred. Um, and he's not he's not a he's just not going to get going this season. He's not going to do it through the air. Pittsburgh Steelers defense has improved quite a lot since the start of the season. Uh, like I say, you saw them you know, shut down uh, the whoever it was last week, the Browns, wasn't it? And yep. I just, uh, you know, Justin Fields, you saw that wonder play with his legs where he probably did the zigzag the field to twice to get into the end zone. It's all about his feet for him. And uh, yeah, I just I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will be will be shutting Justin Fields down through the air. So 185.5, um, yeah, above average defense. And like I say, he's only, he's only gone above it once. Um, this season, so yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward. As much as I'm about Justin Fields' lover, um, that it's just that's uh, head over heart that one. But um, no, yeah, pretty, not pretty, this year. No, not this year. Next year. Next year. Next year, guys. Next year. Um, Justin Fields MVP. Well, yeah. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Bears looked a lot better with that other guy player. Play calling well, the, that ginger fella. Oh, the ginger fella was better at quarterback as well, to be fair. But you know. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. So, there we go. Then, folks, let's have a quick run through all of the uh, the bets. And so, uh, handicaps uh, I've gone uh, Rams minus seven against Tennessee, Adam's gone minus three for the Raiders against the Giants, and Jack's gone minus one and a half there for against the Philadelphia Eagles in Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, not props, no, we don't want that one yet. Best total points, uh, me and Jack have gone for under in under 50 in the Vikings and the Ravens game. Game and then mm-hmm. Adam's gone under. Oh, no, it's not under 49. I don't know why that says under 49, but there we go. It should be what is it under 40, Adam? Under 40, 41 now. 41, 41, yeah, now. cool. That's gone, that's gone down for my look when I did that. that <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it should be yeah, under 41. Um, hey, it's my first week back. Give me a break. Uh, touchdown scorers I've gone John Love versus Kansas City at 5 to 1, and then Diggs and Sanders for Jack and Adam, respectively, against Jacksonville at uh, run about evens, if not a bit bigger for so, Sanders. Seven, seven to four. Yeah, for Sanders. Yep. Yeah, way, way bigger than evens. Ah, uh, well, the, yeah, but I had to try and group them. I had to try and keep the groupage together, didn't I? Keep, keep, keep the guys in the huddle. Uh, and then here's it as the best prop bets. Uh, Justin Fields under 885.5 for me. Uh, Javis Landry over 48.5 for Adam and then Miles Gaskin over 55.5 for Jack. There we go, folks. 
Nice and done. Oh, all under 20 minutes. Uh, just a quick shout out to, uh, to John White. Obviously, he gave me a shout out. Well, he was in my DMs, obviously, when I was missing for a couple of weeks and asking if everyone's all right. So that was very nice of you, John. Uh, so good, good, sh- good shout out to you, my friend. I know we've uh, given you some winners over the years, and I know you're an avid listener. So thank you. And um, yeah, hmm. good luck with your winners. Uh, good luck with your bets this weekend, mate. And uh, thanks for checking in on me. But yeah, like I say, I'm back and uh, nice and refreshed uh, from my little break. So yeah. There we go. Betting is all done and dusted. As you, as always, you can get Adam's great uh, previews, which I'm uh, told he's he's starting early this week because he's got a bit of time off. But I don't know how yeah. far he's, how far how he's gotten along with those. But touchdowntips.com, tdtips.com, at touchdowntips on the Twitter and at Jack T and Score ninety five. Uh, if you want to get him on there as well, at left to my Britball for myself. We'll be back next Friday live. Uh, if you want, if you want to join us, or if you're listening. Uh, I don't know, listening afterwards. Uh, thank you for your listenership. I very much appreciate it. Uh, I'm off to go to Audi and uh, go and watch, maybe go and watch some fireworks on the way back and go and get some fish and chips whilst I do that. Fish and chips on a Friday night. Very rock and roll, guys. Very rock and roll. You're right. Um, I'm yeah. doing the same. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah, you know, you know, it makes sense. But there we go. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we're back next week. Take it easy. <laughs>